This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. The premier HVAC company in the Midlands is growing. Are you a top HVAC technician? AAA Heating and Air is looking for dedicated applicants to fill their fast-growing service department with top-notch HVAC technicians. If you're the best, then they want you. If you're ready to stop working and start a career, you can earn up to $100,000 a year at AAA Heating and Air. Quality candidates will have at least two years' experience and a good driving record. Benefits include top industry salaries, commission on service and unit sales, set call limits, company-provided take-home vehicle and gas card, company-provided cell phone and tablet, health, dental, and vision benefits, 401k retirement plan with company match and scaled PTO based on length of service. Contact Roy and Dana Finley at 803-677-1500 or check out their job postings on Facebook or ZipRecruiter. Triple A air when you need us. Triple A heating and air. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark. The 2007 South Carolina class was, at that time, sixth in the country and fourth in the SEC, which is amazing. Wes Mitchell. You know, I think if you're South Carolina, you're you're aiming to, to at least be at 50%. Then in theory, you're adding talent, you're getting better, you're putting yourself in a position to compete. And Tyler Head. It's been a great week for South Carolina. On the recruiting front, still certainly plenty to talk about. On the home of the Gamecocks, 107.5 The Game. And welcome into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler West and Chris, along with you as always, it's been a very busy morning here on 107.5 The Game. Had Liv Thompson in for the early game, just had Kira Fletcher in for the Garnet Trust Hour. Now we welcome in Juice Wells from the Gamecocks football team, hanging out with us for a little bit here for today's uh, Gar- uh, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Juice, thanks so much for being in studio with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Juice, uh, live radio debut. Yes, sir. How, how you feeling, man? What do you think of the studio? Uh, we gave you a little tour. What do you think? It's smooth, man. You know, y'all got a lot of TVs in here, a lot of uh, electronic stuff I don't know nothing about, but uh, <laughs> it's cool, though. I'm willing to learn about it. Yeah, so we got Tyler back there to make sure everything runs smoothly. All we have to do is sit here and talk, man. So... I know Gamecock fans obviously showed out at the spring game. They were out there watching you play, but uh, maybe give them a little update. How do you feel like the spring went? Um, what was kind of your focus? This is your second spring at South Carolina. I'm sure you were a lot more comfortable, a lot more settled in with your surroundings and class and your teammates. Uh, how, how did you think spring went for the team and you personally? Yeah, so uh, everything outside of football went smooth. You know, of course, uh, we learning this new playbook, you know, with uh, D-Lo, you know. So, um, you know, just trying to gel together and try to learn the playbook together. Everything's been smooth, though. Like, if I can describe, you know, this spring, it's been smooth, you know. Uh, no no major, you know, mess-ups and stuff like that. But uh, outside of that, everything's been cool. The chemistry with the team been good. Locker room's been good. You know, everybody's, you know, starting to come together, starting to feel more like a brotherhood. This time last year, you and Spencer were both new. I'm sure y'all are trying to kind of develop that rapport, that timing as QB and top receiver. Um, if you kind of look back on where you were one year ago and now look at where y'all are right now, um, how, how much is different as far as just you knowing exactly where the ball is going to be, him knowing exactly where you're going to be on the field? Yeah, I can tell like I'm his go-to guy now. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like he trusts me. He trusts me a lot. You know, on third down, I, I, got, I got a feeling like he's coming to me or he's looking at me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh you know, just that, you know, that, that chemistry that we're building, it, it feels good, you know, knowing that, like, I, I'm a guy that he depends on and uh, that he's going to look at, you know, to make a big play. And I'm, I'm happy I also got that, uh, just that, that you know, that, that chemistry with him, you know what I'm saying? 
Juice, what's been your, you know, effort to take your game to the next level? What have you really been honing in on, like crisp route running? Yeah. You know, like working on the route running a little bit more? Or? You know, um, going into the offseason, I always, you know, look at myself like I got to improve everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't never, you know, just feel, okay, I'm good with route running. I don't got to work on that. Uh, I'm good with catching. I don't got to work on that. You know, I, I'm consistently working on every aspect of my game, whether that's releasing, catching, you know, uh, Route running everything, you know, in the summertime is, is when I, I feel like, you know, I really get money. That's what I call it, like, get money. I, I, I put that work in, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I invest in myself a lot over the summer. I travel. I go train, you know. I go to Phoenix, go train with my quarterback, you know, and, and just consistently put that work in. I remember uh, one of the Gamecocks Plus features is so good. You remember you and Spencer sat down and did the film room, and one of the plays you made against Tennessee, great catch, but you called it a terrible route. You remember that? No. I yeah, don't you don't remember that? that? Wes, you remember that? I, I don't know if I watched that one, but I, I believe it you. was awesome. I believe no, it was the one you, you went up over the guy and called it, but you're like, that oh, was a, yeah, that was yeah, a terrible yeah, route. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You so, remember uh, that now? Yeah, Have I you cleaned that one up? Yeah, I definitely cleaned <laughs> you got that, that one now. But the DV, I feel like he was playing a little scared. You know, he didn't want to come press me. You know? Well, they were certainly talking a lot during yeah, the game. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back right this year with him too. Real quick, going back to that chemistry with you and Spencer Rattler and. You know, it seemed to kind of kick into another gear at the late part of the season. You had three 100-yard games in those last five games of the year. Obviously, you guys take down Tennessee and Clemson in back-to-back weeks. What really started clicking towards the end of the year where you guys were finding each other more and more in those last couple games? You know, uh, towards the end of the year last year, you know, the season wasn't where we wanted it to be at. You know, so we went to a mode where we were just like, other the teams that we're playing has a lot more to lose than we do. Let's get back to, you know, just regular, you know, Mano mano football. Let's not try to, you know, do anything crazy with the playbook. Let's win our one-on-one matchups and let's just go out there and ball. You know, and that's what we did. Juice, um, you let this drop in the press conference the other day. That was your first touchdown reception <laughs> at yeah. Williams-Brice Stadium yeah. in the spring game. You did have a rush, yeah. a run for a touchdown, I guess, on a little, like, end-around or jet sweep or something against Tennessee. Yeah. How is that possible? I do not know. I don't know, you know, I, I guess like just the feeling of going into somebody else's uh, stadium, you know, you kind of want to score more because yeah. it's more disrespectful there, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I don't know, but I mean, it just it just happened like that, you know, but um, like I said, they're going to get more familiar with that this year. Sure. So many more to come. Um, you, you talked about the new offense and D'Lo and, you know, we've heard about it. We've heard your teammates talk about it. We've heard D'Lo talk about it, too. What stands out to you the most about this new scheme? I, I know y'all are kind of, I know from what he said, still figuring out exactly what it's going to be. Y'all want to focus on each player's strengths, but yeah. what is the biggest difference with what y'all are trying to do this year, maybe compared to last year? What I see is uh, he's trying to get the ball in all of his playmakers' hands. Like, he just don't want to, you know, just maximize getting it in, in my hand or Xavier's hand or AB or DK, whatever. He's he's spreading the ball around and letting everybody, you know, make plays. He's just getting guys open in, in field and, and just letting them do what they do. Just let them play their ball. He don't want to, you know, overcomplicate, you know, the, the playbook or anything like that. You know, he just want to go out there and just let us play our ball. What have you thought of DK at running back, man? Y'all seen it. Running people over, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's literally a player that you can put anywhere on the field, and he can maximize his potential and maximize that position to the max. So hats off to him because, you know, just being able to be put around in anywhere like that, that shows a lot, you know. Well, and he's a leader right there, too. Why do you think that is? What makes him so special to be that versatile? Man, 
he just built different, man. Like I, I don't, I literally don't know. Like I was like, man, him going at, at running back. I knew he can do it, but the way he's doing it is just it's crazy, you know. So, like I said, hats off to him, man. He's he's just a dog, man. He's just his mindset, you know. He's a team player, you know. He don't mind going back there, you know. Like other guys might be like, man, I don't want to play linebacker. Or, I mean, I don't want to play running back or whatever, you know. But he gets an opportunity, he takes it, and he he, he maximizes it. Hey, have you been a receiver your whole life, or did did you play any running back? Any other positions growing so up? I or? played uh, safety in uh, high school, man. I got I got scarred for life. I don't think <laughs> I ever played safety again, man. So uh, it was week zero against Hermitage High School, and I'm playing safety. And uh, this is my first time ever playing safety, especially at like Holly Springs. We played like good competition there, you know. So um, it's my first like game at safety. I'm at safety. I'm back there doing my little thing or whatever. And uh, one time, this the whole hit in the running back. Come right through the hole. He ain't get touched, so he got a lot of momentum coming at him. Like he ain't get touched. I ain't really know how to tackle, you know. So I'm just coming down, try to tackle him. Boom! He run me over. Helmet come off. All this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing this no more. Like I'm not, I'm not playing safety no more. I got ran over. My helmet came off. The game was sold out. I'm like, man, I'm tripping, man. So after that, I ain't I ain't play safety no more, man. I said I'm gonna just stick the offense. So are you on the wrong end of somebody's huddle highlight somewhere, some running back? I definitely am. I definitely they have am. no idea that that's, that's Juice Wells. They probably do. I think he knows. You know oh, he saying? knows? Yeah, he definitely knows. I, I know he remembers that. He's going to tell his grandkids about that when, probably, you know what I'm when you're in the league one day, I guess. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite type of route to run as a receiver? Because like last season we saw you, you scored on some deep balls, like the one yeah. that Spencer threw you against Clemson. We saw, uh, I think, Vandy, Kentucky. We saw you take some shorter passes, yeah. go the distance. I don't really got a favorite. You know, I yeah. just get the ball in my hands. You know what I'm saying? Any, any way. You know, I, I take a hitch to the, to the crib. I take a, a go ball to the crib, a post, whatever, a dig. I just like the ball in my hands, man. And when, we, when we've heard about Dow Loggins, D'Lo's offense, I know that you're still kind of situating exactly what you're going to do, but is that kind of you, you hear coaches say a lot like we're going to throw the ball horizontal, horizontally, we're going to throw the ball vertically. But have y'all seen a lot of that from what you saw in spring ball? Like some of those short passes, you're supposed to take the distance, vertical routes, throwing the ball deep. Do you see I mean, some of each? We didn't show everything in the, in the yeah, yeah. We know that so, you know what I'm saying. But at <laughs> practice, vanilla. at practice, definitely, yeah. you know, he, he's doing everything. You know, whether it's a hitch, whether it's a go ball, whether it's a a dead, whatever. He, he's he's doing everything. You know what I'm saying? Anything you could think of, he's doing. He's moving us around in different positions. He's putting us at, putting me at the slide, putting AB on the outside, putting Xavier at the slide. He's doing everything. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really just not like just put this offense in a box. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of things you can do with it. Every player we've heard from so far talking about D'Lo seems to love the guy. What is it about him that connects so well with you guys? You know, I feel like he's the same guy every day. You know, he comes in the building and uh, he's not no, you know hard guy to try to get along with. You know, he's going to come in there and make you feel comfortable. He's going to come in there and just be himself. And, and that allows you to be yourself also, you know. And he's just a, a cool guy to be around. He, he talks to you and he, like like you, his homeboy. But he also, when it's on the field, when it's time to go on the field and he's coached things up to you, he's going to, you know, coach you, of course. But you respect him coaching you because he's the same person every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what to expect out of him. You mentioned some of the playmakers around you. Um some of those guys are in the same spot you were in this time last year. Eddie Lewis, transfer, comes yeah. in. He's obviously expecting to make an impact. You go to the tight end room. Trey I mean, Knox. a guy like Trey Knox, I mean, I thought he looked fantastic yeah. this spring. Yeah. Josh Simon can make some plays, yeah. too. What have you seen from the guys around you that are kind of trying to do like you did last year, get settled in, and just go make some plays, too? 
Yeah, they grinding right now, man. You know, um, Trey Knox is real familiar with this offense because he ran it with uh, Coach D'Lo at Arkansas. But uh, Eddie Lou, you know, he had a hard time at first. But now, like, you can tell, like, he's building his confidence. He's made a lot of plays like y'all seen in the uh, spring game. You know, Josh Simon, he stood out to me this whole spring. Like, I, I pulled him aside one day like, man, you're going to be a baller. you like... He moved. Like, I don't know if y'all seen it. I don't know if he was able to show it in the spring game, but, man, he can move. Like, I'm talking about he catch out about like, He catch out route, and he's running up the sideline looking like a horse, man. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> he, he he nice, man. I'm telling you. So, uh, a lot of the new guys is uh, making plays and getting real comfortable, and hopefully we can just uh, capitalize off this spring and go into fall ball and uh, have an even better, you know, camp there. Keep our conversation going with Juice Wells on today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. As we hit this break, though, I want to let you know about the 107.5 The Game Craft Beer Card. Head over to our website, 107.5thegame.com, and click on Sweet Deals. You can purchase a $99 craft beer card. Total value is $285, all yours, for just $99. It's good at 17 different Columbia locations, including places like the Old Mill Brew Pub out on Main Street in Lexington, as well as the uh, Village Idiot Pizza, where Jay and Terry were out doing their show yesterday. They'll be out at Old Mill Brew Pub a little bit later on this afternoon. Again, 1075thegame.com. Click on Sweet Deals for your chance to obtain a craft beer passport. Be right back on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. You have been selected as the first astronaut to explore the planet now. And welcome back in the Gamecocks Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler West and Chris along with you as always. Special guest today, Juice Wells, hanging out with us for a couple of segments. And, uh... Juice, want to go back. Obviously, this is you're going into your second year here at South Carolina. You transferred from James Madison after having a monster sophomore year. Uh, at, at what point, while you were there and putting up these numbers, did you kind of realize, like, hey, I might have the opportunity to to jump up a level and uh, go play for a, a Power Five school? You know, uh, to be completely honest with you, you know, uh, from the moment I stepped foot on campus, my first day there, I, I knew I I, I was gonna, you know go somewhere and transfer and, and play at a bigger school just because of the hunger and the aggression that I had built up in like in my past, you know, college, I mean, uh, high school, you know, time period. I was like, man, you know, I don't belong at like a, a D1 AA school and no disrespect to them at all, you know, but like I knew like my game and I knew what I was worth, but I, I, I didn't mind it because I knew it was making me, you know, mentally stronger and, and more hungry, you know, and um, I knew I was going to come go in every situation, you know, with the same mindset. So, soon as I stepped on campus, I knew I was leaving. You know, I just knew I had to put in that time, you know, to prove to them, you know, and then also prove to, you know, other coaches that I, I was, I'll be able to, you know, transfer. Where do you feel like you get your drive from? I, I know coaches talked about that from the very beginning, just you being kind of a tone setter in practice. I think you and I maybe even talked about it in like those Garnet Trust interviews, but where do you get kind of that internal motivation from? You know, uh, my family, man. I'm my mom's only son. I got seven sisters, you know. So, uh, you know, just growing up in that household with all those girls, I'm like the man of the house, you know. So it's like, you know, a lot was put on me at a young age, you know. And it, not a lot of stress, but like a lot was put on me. I felt like it was a lot put on me just because, like, I'm the only man in the house, you know. A single mother, eight kids, you know. that It's kind of hard on her sometimes. So, you know, then I, I got nephews back at home. So I really get that drive and that hunger from my family, you know. And uh, I know, you know, like, 
I, I got to make it out, you know, and mm-hmm. I just go in there with, I go in there with the same mindset that I have, like in my everyday life, like I attack this workout, I attack this day, you know, and I know like, you know, it, it'd be worth it in, in the end. Is that maybe also how you've been able to kind of just keep pushing, even though I know a lot of people maybe would say, all right, he had his big year last year. Yeah. Some guys maybe coast into year two, like, oh, I'm just going to do what I did last year and I'll yeah. be fine. You've seemed like you've tried to shut out any idea of just coasting into another year, yeah. trying to take it to another level this year. I mean, man, I've been going so hard for so long, man. Like, out of high school, I didn't even, I went to Fort Union Military Academy. Like, I was under-recruited, you know, so... Any situation that I, I go into, you know, whether it's adversity, mentally, physically, whatever, you know, I always just get back to the same moment where I think about how far I came and I get back to the basics. And, you know, I, I call, make phone calls and talk to, like, my high school coach. He gets me grounded and gets me back motivated and brings that hunger back about me. So I go in, like, you know, it ain't no no falling off or none of that because, like, I done been through everything, you know what I'm saying? So... You know, people could say, you know, uh, he, he done had a good season. I had a good season at JMU, and I came here and, and balled out. You know, so, I mean, it ain't none of that, man. I'm going in the same situation every year. I'm going to continue to put the work in in the summer and just continue to grind. And, and it ain't no complacency, complacency or none of that. You know, we just going to keep on working. All right, let's, uh, let's switch gears a little bit here, Juice. This show is actually presented by Firehouse Subs, and oh, I think God. you know that. Yeah. Um, Juice, yeah. big Firehouse Subs fan. Yes, sir. As well. You know, um, my guy Larry Chandler, man, that's my guy, man. You know, uh, big Gamecocks fan. You know, every time I, you know, stop by Firehouse Subs, I give him a call. You know, I'm in here, man. Give my, you know, chicken, my own turkey bacon ranch, whatever. You know, but that's what I'm talking that's about. That's my guy, man. You know, shouts out to him, man. He a real one. That's that's Tyler's favorite sandwich as well. Yeah. The TBR, man. You know, TBR. It. There you go. Abbreviated. Yeah, that's yeah. my guy, man. Every, every time I go in, I give him a call, man. That's that's my man. We're going to be, by the way, uh, for anybody listening, we're going to be into the Camden Firehouse Subs tomorrow, home of Zay McLeod. Um, but, yeah, Larry, huge supporter of the show, huge supporter of Gamecock Athletics. We certainly appreciate him. I know Juice appreciates him. And um, we're going to have to get you to try some other subs too, man. Chris has his favorite. I don't know, the, man. I, that, that one hit you the stick it, You're sticking to the TBR? Know, I don't know. I don't w- Wes actually has his own personal ranking system <laughs> yeah. of the sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I was club on a sub was my favorite, but uh, New York Steamer, which is like got pastrami on it. See, I don't know what that is. See, I I, I honestly, I had never had pastrami before. (laughs) That thing, it changed my life, Juice. So maybe next time, check it out. Might have to try it, right? Might we'll see. It is hard hard to go away from the sure thing, you know, with the with the TBR. You know what you're getting, you know. Very hard. We're gonna see, man. Today's sub of the day, though, spicy Cajun chicken. If you want to go check that out, Firehouse Subs, seven ninety nine for a medium. Any of the 14 Firehouse Subs locations, you can get it. Spicy Cajun chicken. Yeah, yeah really good That one. don't sound that bad. That's a really good one. Firehousesubs.com. Uh, Juice, so on this show, we like to talk about other sports, too, man. Yeah. You're telling me you do hoop a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So, uh... Every guy that's been in here has had has given us their their five. Like if they were doing a starting five. Okay. So for one, are you putting yourself on your starting five? I'll be the coach. You know, what? really? <laughs> I'll be oh, the really? coach. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I, I'll be the coach. I'm gonna be real. You know what I'm saying? Because we got some hoopers in the locker room. You know, so I'll be the coach. I, I'll be the GM. I'll be the one who draft the guys and get the team assembled <laughs> and stuff like that. I, I appreciate the honesty. You know what I'm saying? A, that's like, a very selfless answer. Uh, I love yeah. that answer. You're only the second person. To not put themselves in the starting five. The other one, yeah. Luke Doty. 
Oh yeah, yeah. See, we 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 smart. You know, we not gonna go out there and and, and be missing shots and everybody get mad at us. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know I can't hoop like like I'm like the other guys. So yeah, I'll be the coach and just get my team my team with someone. But if I can do a starting five, I'll put a uh, T.J. Sanders. I'll put him at the four. You know, at the one I'll put Peyton Mangrum. At the two, I'll put Eddie Lewis. Okay. I heard, I heard he was getting buckets in there. You know, so we we'll we have to see about that. But uh. At the three, I'll probably do uh, Xavier Leggett, Hill Hooper. And then uh, at the five, I got to put a big guy down there. I'll probably put like a Josh Simon or Trey Knox or something like that, you know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so here's the thing I've noticed. Um, you guys kind of stick together. Like, you got a little wide receiver, tight end flavor mm-hmm. on your team. Yeah. Boogie Huntley had like five defensive tackles. Oh, I forgot about Boogie, dang. Hey, apparently Tonka. <laughs> yeah. I Tonka's forgot about Tonka too, dang. <laughs> oh. He, he, See, that's how you know I don't hoop because all them guys are real hoops. He he clearly omitted Spencer Rattler though. I don't yeah. know how well that's gonna go. Yeah, dang. I, see, that's how you know I'm not no hooper because I don't. I forgot all about everybody. Have you seen Have you seen Spencer play? I seen his mixtape. Yeah, hey, I like tape. Yeah, hey, that thing is pretty good. He was getting buckets. I ain't even know he was dunking and stuff like that. So. He he got mad at me for saying he was passed first too. <laughs> he didn't like that because I yeah. thought quarterback in the first few clips on his highlight tape is him dishing some really nice assists he's yeah. like nah I'm, I'm score first yeah yeah he's a bucket too I forgot all about that but he don't he, I, I never seen him hoop like in real life so I don't know we had to get the boys to the court one day he might have given it up yeah I don't, I don't that's what he told us he said he doesn't really play anymore so he's like nobody here knows that yeah. he's like pretty nice yeah, some guys actually really take it serious like they go to the strong and like actually like hoop like last night Eddie Lewis and them was hooping last night I was like, man, y'all can have it. I just shoot around in the neighborhood a little bit. <laughs> I go there, they go try to get me on the court. I'm gonna be missing every shot. They gonna be yelling at me, "Come on, juice, tighten up!" Like I ain't got time for that. So uh, something else off the field, man. Your uh, your trading cards are coming yeah. out. Those who are listening that haven't seen it, we actually got to see the video of Juice when you first saw what your mm-hmm. cards were gonna look like. Yeah. You had this big grin on your face, yeah. man. That was a very genuine moment. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, how cool of a moment was that for you to see? Uh, it was crazy, man. You know, just just you know, just seeing stuff like that shows how far you came, you know, and um I never thought I'd have a trader card before, you know, but you know, man, them things are nice, man. Like it says juice wells on them with the juice box, like nutrition facts on it, it's the stats and then like just the cockaboos on it, like man, it's it's lit, man. Everything about it is lit, man. I can't wait till they drop. Yeah, so uh, that's being done by uh Johnso, which is uh facts private company that's uh started to get into that game and does a really fantastic job uh chris they did the soccer um yep. working on some soccer ones for um cat berry and Haley meadows and a, and a bunch of other schools too they've done a lot of football cards he does a great job with that yeah shout out uh joe johnson who uh puts his uh vision into those cards do we know do we know when those are going to drop yet is it Possibly uh, going to be soon? Yeah, it'll be soon, but we'll do like a, a big drop date and let everybody know on Instagram and, and Twitter and all that type of stuff. Autograph copies be available? Yes, sir. Can we get one for the studio? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely he's get like, yeah, we'll He's like, that. for the right price. You can, <laughs> yeah, just like, we can negotiate. Well, see, that thing's going to be I'll very let, valuable uh, one day. I'll yeah. let uh, Johnson and all that, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll you let them handle all that? You know, but right. we'll get y'all right. Yeah, we're going to hit another break, come back, and uh, have another segment here with Juice Wells hanging out. For the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. As we hit this break, though, I have another pair of tickets to give away for tonight's baseball game as the Gamecocks take on the Florida Gators. First pitch at 7.30 out at Founders Park. Be caller number 5 right now, 803-404-6100 to win that pair of tickets. We'll be right back on 107.5 The Game. 
Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. And welcome back into the Gamecocks Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler, Wes, and Chris. Special guest today, Juice Wells, hanging out with us for a few more minutes before we let him bounce to get to a uh, team meeting. And I- I'm curious about this. And forgive me if this is common knowledge. I've only been working here a couple of months. Where did the nickname Juice come from? How did that come about? So uh, when I was younger playing uh, rec league, uh, you know, uh, it was Mack Truck at first because I played fullback. Okay. And, uh, I used to just run through everybody and make big blocks and stuff like that. So then uh, they threw me at running back, you know. Um, I was just juicing it. Like, I was juking everybody, and, <laughs> and I was just juicing it up the sideline. Like, it was like, he got some juice, you know. Uh, so, my dad was like, everybody call me juice now. It, it was It's really juice, man. It's really juice, man. But, okay. you know, once we got it to... Uh, like OJ, the juice, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, but once we got it to, um, to uh, like, college and high school and stuff, they just shortened it up to juice. But I feel like now, juice is more so, like, I bring the juice, you know. Like, I don't right. know if y'all see me in pregame, but... I'd be lit. You know, I'd be jumping around, turned up to the music. Is yeah. there anybody besides maybe your mom that calls you by your actual name? Uh, my grandma. Okay. My grandma definitely calls me uh, AJ. You know, uh, you know, most of my family don't call me Juice except my dad when he like messing around or he at the games and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, other than my family, everybody else calls me Juice. I feel like the Juice, like Juice, is like taking on a mind of its own at South Carolina too. Yeah. Like when you first got here, you were—I mean—you were listed as Antoine Wells Jr. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is transfer from Anto- you know Antoine Wells uh-huh. Jr. But it was like once everybody realized your name was Juice, and then you started making plays. It just kind of yeah. took. Off. That's good for branding. Hey, I was just ready to say, like that's 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 the best thing about college is you know, uh, you knew you could brand yourself, and if you got a nickname and you actually making plays, and you know, you can do anything with that. You know, so I'm I'm very you know happy for it. You know, I'm happy this happened. The uh, the NIL space has been pretty good for you. Um, I know you've announced a couple of new deals here lately. Okay. Talked about the trading cards. Um, what, what has that been like, kind of um, learning the business side yeah. of being an athlete, balancing it all out? Yeah. Um, it's been smooth, man. Shout out to Gunner Trust for sure. You know, they definitely uh, introduced me to, you know, the business side of things and taxes and uh, just helping around with, with the community and just doing things like this, you know, so... Uh, Definitely, it's definitely been new to me, but um, I'm embracing it and I'm uh, I'm learning, you know. So it's been cool. You were just talking about bringing the juice pregame. Um, what this may be like a simple question, I don't know, but mm-hmm. for for fans who have never put on the helmet, ran out for the entrance, what is it like just being on a sideline before, let's say, Tennessee game, big SEC game, sandstorm hits, like the the lights are just, I mean. That's got to be a feeling. All right, so I got the perfect description for you. So I don't know if y'all seen movies like Troy or like war movies and stuff like that, but that's how I feel like with big games. Like, like it's like a, like, you know, like the Roman castles, like they, the Coliseums and stuff. Like it reminds me of that because like we're in the Coliseum surrounded by people and they're watching us go to war. So I look at myself sometimes just like, like, like Troy, like you know, Achilles or Troy. Like I try to imitate him. Like when I'm out there, like like we go, we ready to go to war, you know. So uh, that's if you can do, like describe the feeling to me, that's what it feel like to me. You know? You're the first person to bring up Greek mythology on the yeah, Impact Central you know, Takeover Hour. You know what I'm that's that is a good movie. Yeah, that's my favorite good story. Movie. That's my favorite movie for sure. Great mindset to be in. Yeah, I yeah. feel like. Um, 
Hey, so how how much trash talk goes on mm-hmm. on the field? Probably a lot of stuff we could never. This is like a PG show. We could probably <laughs> never say half of what's yeah. being said. But um, I mean, sometimes it's obvious on TV, like the Tennessee game, yeah. which I don't know what they would have had to be talking about <laughs> to the receivers of all people yeah. as they were getting burnt up and down the field. Uh-huh. But how, how much just kind of back and forth is there? So it really depends on who you're playing and uh, their type of style of play, you know. So I'm never going to, you know, come out and, and talk at you and go crazy at you. I, just, I could be completely quiet and go play my game. But once you say something, uh, once you trigger me, oh, it's on now, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it just depends on who you're playing. You know, like big teams, you know, they're confident. They feel good, you know, so they're going to feel like they got the right to come out there and talk, you know. And uh, all we're going to do is just keep backing it up, you know. And uh, we're going we gonna to talk our junk back, you know. So, Yeah. Do you, do you like playing? You probably like playing at home better than on the road, right? But you seem like you got a little chip. No? Nah, I like playing on the road, man. Do you? I like walking in their trap and taking over their trap. You know, like I like going in there like, uh, like you know, I like to take over. You know Was the Clemson game the most fun then so, because of that? Yeah, and the crazy thing about Clemson game is I never knew the history behind, like, that game because I'm, I'm new to, like, yeah. SEC and, you know, this rival. So uh, what really triggered me was... I looked up in the in the banners and I seen like the national championships they won. I'm like, like we're really playing like Clemson, you know, like like they supposed to have this big old, you know, name hustle. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a huge opportunity for the team and for us to you know shock the world. And uh, once once I looked around and seen like the fans come in and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, it's go time. So I just I got in that mode. I got to talking to the crowd and it was lit. I'm like, oh yeah, it's on now. Have you gone back and looked at, speaking of the Clemson game, so that clip that the Gamecock football social media team put on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was the huddle yeah. for, before the final play, and E-Doug basically said, give the ball to Juice. Yeah. What were you thinking in, over there? Were you saying anything? Were you just sitting back? What do you think? Yeah, so in moments like that, I like to you know separate myself from the huddle. And uh, just be prepared for whatever. You know, I don't like to go in there. Like, as you can see, it was a little hectic in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't want to put myself in that position to where it's a lot of thinking and all that. Like, just go out there and ball. You know, so I stepped away from the huddle like I always do and just be ready for whatever. You know, and um, shout out to E-Doug, man. Like, that, that that shows a lot for me and him and, and from the team, for them to believe in me and, and for how that much trust in me. And that shows, how like, how much of a leader he is to even sit up there and call that play, you know. But, um... Like I said, I just I separate myself from that type of things, and I just be ready for whatever. Uh, real quick, do you guys like to have bulletin board material, things to motivate you? Um, what you mean by that? Well, uh, ESPN put out their first FPI for 2023. Uh-huh. They're projecting y'all are going to go six and six and may not make a bowl game. <laughs> so if you need something to put on the bulletin board, there you go. Man, it, it just seems like the world is against us, man. That's what it seemed like, you know. But um. I mean, we, ain't, we we don't really care about that. You know, we just going to continue to go out there and ball. Like, we, man, they can put whatever they want about us, man. The fans here and everybody here know what we're capable of. We just going to have to continue to shock the world. You know? Right. Well, uh, we'll let you go. We know you got to bounce and get to that team meeting. But uh, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit today. Appreciate y'all, man. This was fun. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Juice. All right. we, we can't wait to see you ball out this fall. Yes, sir. All right, that'll uh, do it for Juice hanging out with us on today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Visited by Firehouse Subs. He's got to get to a team meeting. We'll come back and uh, talk about all these recruits that they pulled in yesterday uh, right here on 107.5 The Game.
Got Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. And welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Here on 107.5 The Game. Thank you once again to Juice Wells. For hanging out with us for a few minutes there. Again, he has to bounce to a... Uh, team meeting certainly don't want to make him late for that but uh, some great insight from him and uh look I- i've thrown out the compl- the uh uh you know i've thrown it out on my own show a couple times just this week alone i think he and spencer have the opportunity to be the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the sec this year oh bold take but throwing it out there you know you should have shared that with him um you sh- did you think about sharing your take from yesterday's show i did not about- <laughs> I uh, he would have had some strong pushback on that. I, I, I realized what I said after I said it, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have said that." We we all knew. Uh, honestly, I don't think you were counting. Maybe like a couple games in there. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I don't know. Maybe you were counting South Carolina. Probably yeah. not. I, I can't even remember what I specifically said, but I think it was like steamroll. Yeah, I, I said it was fairly easy. I think. I mean, it is. Yeah, for it's, Georgia, it's pretty. true. Pretty easy. Um, which, real quick on that, I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners, Dirk. I was checking my mail yesterday, and he stopped me and asked me if I was who I was. He was listening to our show when he ran into me yesterday. How about that? Whoa. I know. Crazy. I've never been recognized since I've been working here. That's very impressive. Well, so shout-out to Dirk. Thanks for listening. Yeah, shout-out, Dirk. And uh, shout-out, again, Larry Chandler and Firehouse Subs. Juice, big fan of Larry. Big yes. fan of Firehouse. Turkey Bacon Ranch, not T- surprising. TBR boys, man. That's his pick. Uh Tomorrow, are, are you gonna, are you joining us tomorrow? Tyler? I will not be here tomorrow. I am taking off uh, as soon as I get out of here at three o'clock today to you know do that whole wedding thing. This oh weekend. yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. Now it's, where's the location? It is in Georgia. Uh, okay, back a, home. Yeah, it's a it's at a state park. Well, congratulations so, are in th- order thank once you. again. I forgot that was this weekend and now yeah. I so feel you badly. guys you guys will be flying solo tomorrow and next week. When you uh, now when you are are up there. Yep. At your at your wedding, will you be or when you're doing all the activities? Yep. Beginning tomorrow because you're getting married on a Saturday. That's correct. Okay, so tomorrow you'll have some stuff going on, uh, pre gaming for the wedding. Will you be thinking about missing out on a TBR uh, in Camden? Y- you know, I feel like I can probably get one tomorrow before I head down okay. to like the rehearsal dinner. Make so sure I you think do that. I think that's going to be on my uh, list of things to do. All right, that sounds outstanding, man. But no, juice juice was great as always. Um, Always has some good insights, not afraid to speak his mind, not like in a controversial way, but you don't right. get like the canned answer. His motivational speech, yeah. we had somebody text in that said they were ready to run, th- run through a wall after that. <laughs> like they were fired up. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought it was also like, for the, I mean, obviously you guys can't see him in here at this point, but, you know, asking him about playing at home versus playing on the road. And I kind of started the question by saying like, well, you probably like playing at home more, but even before I answer the question, I'm like, I think this dude might like playing on the road because he said something earlier about it, about going in and right. messing up somebody's house, and he immediately just started shaking his head like, no, well, I like playing on the road better. I, I think back to him and James Madison, him saying that as soon as he got there, he's like, I want to get to a bigger school, and no disrespect to the FCF's level or, or whatever, but he believed that he was 
you know, had the opportunity to play at a bigger school than that. Man, that happened. Now is at South Carolina, so I can see why being motivated of being in a you know a hostile environment and having a chip on your shoulder, playing at a Clemson or something like that would be even more motivating for a guy like that. Well, and that stat that we were going over earlier, how you know, juice. I, I don't think I don't know if any of us realized. Maybe we had like written the stat before. But I certainly didn't realize what Juice had, had let drop in after the spring game that hits his first touchdown at Williams Bryce. But just even look at that. Yeah. You know, part of it is game flow and how things go. And he did score the you know, the touchdown at Tennessee, the rushing touchdown, but six touchdowns all on the road. Yep. So he, he definitely has that chip. And look, that's that's another reason why if you're a Gamecock fan you should be super excited about Juice Wells deciding to come back again um, or to come back this season in Columbia because with the season he had, with what he did at James Madison, with just the athletic traits he had, I mean, talking to some people who cover the NFL draft and are really in that scouting world, I mean, if he left, he would have been drafted. Yeah. And would he have been, you know, a first or second round pick? No, but he would have been drafted which gives him an opportunity. And, I mean, you guys heard Juice talk. He's someone who believes in himself and, and bets on himself. And so when he left James Madison, he knew he would have opportunities to go play Power 5 football. This is someone that I could see betting on himself in the offseason and saying, you know what, I'm going to go to the league. Maybe I'm a, heck, maybe I'm a fifth, sixth-round pick, but... I'm good enough to stick on a roster and get to that second contract. Right. So huge win, I think, for South Carolina that they're able to get him back in the fold this year. N- no, absolutely. And going back to just kind of the chemistry that he and Spencer developed at the end of that season, particularly in those last um, you know five games, like I said, he had 300-yard games uh, in that stretch and kind of carrying that momentum. We saw him connecting a little bit in the spring game, obviously. But having a year on campus, a year in the system under their belts, they should be ready to go by the time North Carolina rolls around. Yeah, I mean... Juice speaking very highly of some of his teammates. You know, he mentioned Trey Knox at tight end. He was really high on Josh Simon. I I thought that was a really good... I'm glad he said that because we heard a good bit of Josh Simon buzz um, even before spring ball started. Right. And then kind of in the midst of spring ball, there's been a lot of focus on Trey Knox because I think he's, you know, he's a bigger name, right? He came from an SEC. He was a four-star recruit. Uh, back in high school, was a wide receiver. You know some of the numbers and things that he's that he's put up, and just his sheer size, like right. the Dowell Loggins connection. There's just a lot of different things there. But Josh Simon's kind of been a forgotten man, right? And some of the things that he said, he called look, said he looked like a horse running down the <laughs> sideline. You know, talking about Joiner and Leggett, he mentioned a Marion Brown and how mm-hmm. they're trying to spread the ball out. But certainly, when you look at at Juice Wells, I mean, this is as a in terms of you know, receivers, he's the bell cow for them. And yeah. he's mentioned that comfort level that you said, Tyler, with Spencer Rattler and how, um, you know, Spencer's looking for juice. I mean, that's going to be his guy. Right. Yeah, and long, the, uh, long as both those guys stay healthy, continue to find each other again like they did towards the end of the last season, they have the opportunity to be a really good combo in the SEC this year. And there's so much turnover, especially at the quarterback position, having a guy like Rattler coming back for a second year and, you know, that just given all the experience he has in college football in general, like, again, I'm I'm expecting better than six and six out of this team. Yeah, I, I think, uh, and, and that was another classic reaction by Juice. He just kind of, he didn't say too much. Right. 
can't say that's completely crazy, but his face kind of told the story there. I don't think well, it seemed like he was kind of unaware of the it, FBI. It, and again, they they do the best they can to yeah. block all that stuff out, and the coaches, you know, make sure that you know they're focusing on the task at hand. But if that can at least get in the ear of a couple of people in the locker room, then I've done my job, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, good good job uh, fitting that in, Tyler. Little little motivation there. As if Juice needed any more motivation. I right, think he right. kinda can create it for himself. Hey, let me uh, take a second to tell you guys about our friends at Amy Mason Cup State Farm. Any parents out there like me, you know you do absolutely anything for your kids, and that's why it's so important to protect them with life insurance from State Farm. State Farm agent Amy Mason Cup will help make it easy and affordable to help you protect your family no matter what the future holds. Because for the people you do anything for, life insurance can mean everything. So call State Farm agent Amy Mason Cup in the Midlands today or visit her website. That's amymasoncup.com, M-A-S-I-N-C-U-P-P, amymasoncup.com. She and her team can give you a personalized quote to meet your needs and help you save. Her office is right down the road, actually here from the studio, just off I-26, St. Andrew's Exit, 612 St. Andrew's Road, Suite 4 in Columbia, or you can give her office a call and chat with a friendly and knowledgeable team member. It's 803-772-5554. Again, that's for life insurance needs, but also any others that you may have. Home, auto, if you want to switch and save. Protect your family with life insurance. It's Amy Mason Cup, State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we'd obviously be remiss if we didn't bring up uh, the three names of the commits that we found out yesterday. Of course, we have the two welcome homes Going into yesterday, got a third one while we were on the air yesterday uh, morning. And then, of course, we find out it is Braden Lee, Kelvin Hunter, and Mike Williams. And obviously, you guys have the opportunity to really break all this down over the course of three hours tomorrow out at uh, Firehouse Subs in Camden. But, man, just this 2024 class just gets more and more impressive which eth- which eth- with each week and each commitment that uh, goes by and another huge day for the Gamecocks, more specifically, once again, from the D.C. area. Yeah, the, the DMV movement, South Carolina with Shane Beamer and his staff is a very real thing. Two of those three commitments hailing from the DMV region in Maryland and another in state. And I was actually, I, I did a quick hit yesterday on Heath's show, uh, Tyler, and we were kind of talking about about that notion, about how smart it is to go into D.C., into the DMV to recruit. Um, you know, again, it's been said so many times, but just to restate it because it's important you know, for kids in that area, South Carolina is the closest SEC program. And there's not, Heath brought up a great point in saying that there's not one school that just has that area locked down, right? Like Maryland hasn't locked that area down. Um, Alabama has recruited some guys from that region. Ohio State's come into that region. People spot recruited. They rec- it's, it's a heavily trafficked area. Sure. But there's not one school. It's not like you're going into the state of Georgia. Yeah. You know, and and saying, okay, you got to go beat. You know, you're going to have to beat Georgia if they want the kid, and then a whole bunch of other ones, especially like in Atlanta. Say, it's not that way up there, and so it was a natural area for a school like South Carolina to go into. And then Shane Beamer has all these ties. He has ties up there. uh, Torian Gray, who coached uh, with Washington in the NFL and spent time at Virginia Tech. Pete Limbo, Sterling Lucas, who spent time uh, with the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL. So lots of ties up there that make sense. And so they have really been over these past couple cycles, look at who they signed last class, who they've signed this class, who they have a shot with this class. 
I think that, that yesterday's events really just perfectly captured what the recruiting effort should be, could be here at South Carolina because you've got landing an in-state kid in Kelvin Hunter. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the top four kids in the state that you've offered committed. You've, you've landed everybody in the state that you've wanted to. You're not going to sign 15 or 20 kids from South Carolina every year, but the important thing is when there are kids in the state that are good enough to help your team, and some of them more than good enough, you know, some of these guys, very high-level caliber players, you need to go sign them. You need to go sign not just your fair share, but the majority. So they've done that. But then going outside the box and finding high-level talent from other areas. So that's what they've done in the DMV. So in Braden Lee, the four-star corner, and then Mike Williams, who's, yeah, a three-star prospect, but this is a big 6'5", 310", 315-pound guy who could play guard or tackle. You know, you go find talent like that. They're in the mix with Dylan Stewart, who's the number one prospect in the country from from the D.C. area. Things are looking up in this class, and it's a top five class. The the only bad news, quote-unquote, Tyler, that you could say is there are other SEC teams <laughs> that are right up there. Of course, yep. Georgia is, is right up there, uh, Alabama, and then Florida. That's one, two, and three. Uh, you know, in the in the country, and then you got South Carolina right behind them. But this is the type of talent that you have to get, you know, to be able to compete at a high level. Absolutely. And again, still very early on in the 2024 cycle, still plenty of great talent to come in and continue to build on this class. And again, you guys will be able to break that down a lot more over the course of three hours tomorrow out at the Firehouse Subs on West DeKalb Street in Camden. That'll do it for today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Thank you once again to Juice Wells for hanging out for us a little bit. Uh, Jay and Terry coming up next with a halftime show out at Old Mill Brew Pub on Main Street in Lexington right here on 107.5 The Game.